0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And so it has begun. The Passion of our Lord Jesus Christ. The sacred three days. Monday, Thursday. Good Friday. And the great celebration of Easter. This is the Lord's Passover. It is our deliverance. These three days are what I'm referring to every time I say when I break the body of Christ. By his brokenness, we are made whole. By his suffering, we are healed. By his death, we have eternal life. Tonight we celebrate or commemorate the three things of Monday, Thursday the institution by our Lord of the sacrament of his body and blood, the washing of the disciples' feet, and the agony in the garden. All three of these things have a common theme of love. Love that enables God himself in the person of Jesus to choose us over himself. Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come, to depart out of this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. It's the love of God which is ours in Christ that enabled him to walk the way of the cross, to choose us, over himself. It is for this hour that he came into the world, that the love of God may be known through him. John fifteen twelve to 16, This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no man than this, than a man lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends, if you do what I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends. For all that I have heard from my Father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide. If we wish to be like Jesus, if we wish to be like God, if we wish to die to self, to decrease, that He may increase, then we must love as we are loved. We must serve rather than to seek to be served. No one is an icon of Jesus unless they are first a servant. And so I ask you, Now that we've come to the passion of the Lord, are you closer to God than you were on Ash Wednesday? Have you died more fully to self that he may truly be born within you? Do you consider others before yourself Do you pray for God to have mercy on you and to bless your enemies? Or are you still busy taking offense at one another? Too prideful to find humility. And if you're wondering, is he speaking about me? Yes, and of me. Paul, writing to the church in Corinth, says, I do not commend you, because when you come together, it is not for the better, but for the worse. For in the first place, when you assemble as a church, I hear that there are divisions among you. Are there divisions in your heart? Are you more whole today than you were on Ash Wednesday?" Have you sought to die to self and to live for him? Have you sought the grace of God in holy confession? Have you asked the Lord to grant you his eyes that you may see yourself and see others as he would have you see them? Have you humbled yourself under the disciplines that the Lord has given to you that you may be worthy of the name Disciple? Are you more of an icon of Jesus today than you were on Ash Wednesday? Paul goes on to say, do you despise the church of God and humiliate others? Should we be shocked that people in this church are fallen and broken and sometimes rude and selfish and sometimes hypocritical? Of course not. They come here seeking to be delivered from these things, but they come seeking not a court of law, but a hospital for sinners. Just today, Father Andrew and I were joking that the biggest problem is that those of us who have been appointed the doctors in the hospital are often just as sick as those who are seeking healing. But I have good news. If our sins are great, His mercy is greater. And thanks be to God... It is not by your holiness that you are saved, but by the cross and mercy and blood of Jesus Christ. Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart out of this world to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. That's what we are called to do. Many years ago, a good friend of mine and fellow priest in another diocese said to me, we have the easiest job in the world, although we treat it like it's the hardest job in the world. All we have to do is love. And I thought to myself that whenever I think about how hard it is to love the unlovable, all I have to remember is that He loves me. That He loves me. And to love as I am loved. Yesterday, a group of us met in our chapel at French Hill, in French Hill, and we watched The Passion of the Christ. So many characters in that powerful film. There's Mary, the mother of our Lord, who represents Israel, longing for redemption, prefiguring the church, bearing forth Christ in the world uniting her heart to his on the cross that she may know the joy of his resurrection. Mary Magdalene, who found herself lying in the dust, symbolic of sin, being raised up by Jesus and embraced. Judas, who denies his master with a kiss. Later, repenting but not be- having any hope, gives himself over to despair and hangs himself. Peter, so willing to die with the Lord that he draws his sword in the Garden of Gethsemane, only to be afraid when he's asked if he is one of his disciples, denying him three times. The soldiers, some moved by Jesus, others mocking Jesus. The two criminals on the cross with Jesus, one crying out for mercy, the other mocking him to the end. every character that came upon the screen, I was able to relate to in some way. Sometimes I'm Mary Magdalene, being raised up by Jesus. Sometimes I'm like Peter, one moment willing to lay down my life for him and the other minute wanting to hide under my bed. Sometimes I'm like Judas, gripped by despair and fear, so overcome that I can't see by faith anymore. Sometimes I'm like the good thief on the cross, the repentant thief, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Sometimes I'm like the other thief. Even in my sin, mocking the Lord. I could relate to every person on that screen and yet the one person that I am truly called to be, I couldn't fully relate to. And that is Jesus. And this is why he comes to give himself. To say, if I... Who am Lord and Master, take the part of the slave and wash the feet of my disciples, then you, Michael, if you wish to be like me, must count yourself as nothing and wash feet. For only in counting myself as nothing do I become anything in this world. Because I become the icon of Jesus. Who though he was God, did not count equality with God as something to be grasped, but rather emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, and was obedient, even unto death. Love. Loving others to the end. I cannot do it until I count myself as nothing and them as everything. If the Lord God who sat upon the throne from all eternity is not above kneeling down and washing the feet of his disciples. Who the heck am I to ever for one second consider myself better than anyone else or somehow worthy to judge other people? No judgment we shall leave to the Lord, and we shall become servants of God, counting everyone as better than ourselves, for then we shall be the icon of Christ, and we shall love them to the end. To the end. Do you know the place in the Seder meal where Jesus washed the feet of his disciples? It was at the place where the father in the family would wash his hands separate from the others as a sign of his own importance. At that particular point in the Seder meal, Jesus removes his robe and kneels down and washes feet as a servant. His love doesn't end there. To the end, He loves us. Every moment of our life, to the end, He loves us. And so He institutes the gift of His own life. so that in the midst of our trials and tribulations, in the midst of our struggles, in the midst of temptation, when we are feeling overwhelmed by sin, when we're acknowledging our own weaknesses, when we feel that we can't even pray, in the midst of suffering, in the midst of death, we can come to Jesus and reach out our hand and receive the gift of his life. to receive mercy, to receive love, to receive forgiveness, to receive His life. He gives us the gift of Himself. The cup that Jesus takes and says this is my blood is the third cup of the Seder. According to the authors of the Mishnah, this is the cup of blessing, the cup of redemption. In this cup would be wine and added to this wine would be some water that was warm. So that when the people partook of the wine warmed by water, they would be able to enter more graphically into the sacrifice of the lamb and to contemplate what it means to receive the blood of the sacrifice. For according to the Jewish scriptures, blood is life, and it's only by blood that we can be delivered from death. And so Jesus takes the cup of wine, known as the cup of blessing, the cup of redemption, that has been warmed with the addition of water, symbolizing the blood of, of the lamb that was sacrificed and says, this is my blood of the new covenant which is shed for you and for many the remission of sins. This is my blood. I am the Lamb of God. It is my blood that shall deliver you from sin. It is my blood that shall deliver you from death. It is in my blood that you have a covenant with God. God will call you his own children. And you shall dance. (laughs) This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you for the remission of sins. It is not by our holiness, that we shall be delivered from our sins. It is not by what we have done. It is not by what we have left undone. It is by the blood of Jesus, and by the blood of Jesus alone, that we have a covenant with our God where he shall be our father and we shall be his sons. And like Mary Magdalene, he shall raise us up out of sin. And like Lazarus, he shall raise us up out of death. And we shall share in his life He's the only point. The next time you look upon anyone in this church, in your family, among your neighbors, in your friends, among your co-workers, the clergy, see them as greater than yourself. See yourself as their servants for the sake of Jesus. Judge them not, but love them as you are loved. Forgive as you are forgiven. For you cannot be an icon of Christ unless, like him, you are willing to kneel down and to wash the feet of those who do not deserve it, to love the unlovable, and like him, not take from others, but give of yourself, loving them to the end. Tomorrow we will go to the cross of Christ. If there is anything you have left to surrender, come to the cross and surrender it then and receive mercy. For this is my blood, of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the remission of sins. Thanks be to God.